Let's go, let's go, let's go to Thursday edition of the Plank Show right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. So I'm sure it's what everybody is talking about right now. It's the the big breaking news. Yes, I have thrown my support tonight. Well, my support is there every single time they play. But I guess this would be the case in the most uh, legal of gambling, or this isn't even gambling, the most legal of ways possible, my full support behind the alma mater, the University of Tulsa Golden Hurricane, as my upset special tonight against Memphis. Now, let's give a couple disclaimers here, right? A couple disclaimers. Number one, I, uh, I openly, Josh Helmer, you can can you can confirm. I openly questioned Tyler McComas for picking TU last week. Can you confirm? Good morning, by the way. Yeah, absolutely, that happened. Okay. No doubt. Yeah, you, there is the receipts where Tyler had made Tulane. All right, sorry, Tulsi is upset special over Tulane, and I said, Tyler, why are you doing this to yourself? And Travis, for some reason, was egging him on. But if there's one thing, if there is one thing in my life I feel like I know, I feel like I know when TU is going to lay an egg. Don't know why. It's, just, it's a gift. Ever since Reginald Johnson ran the ball 968 straight times during my senior year when he came from the University of Tulsa, or from New Mexico, and Tulsa got smashed. I've kind of had this feel, Josh. It's um, it's going kind of like on a 19-year gift, and I had that feel last week. Now, again, I, I think in fairness, they didn't necessarily lay an egg. They, they got beat by a good team. Tulane's a really good football team, as we've learned this year. But I just didn't think last week was the week. Josh, I feel like tonight's the night. And if you question this choice that I am making, throwing my full support, behind Philip Montgomery and that crew at 11th and Harvard. Well, two people confirmed that I'm in good company. Number one, the Golden Hurricast, which is a University of Tulsa-based podcast, which, honestly, I might be the only member of the Ref Sports Radio staff that subscribes to it and listens regularly. But whenever I tweeted at them, because they've been my ACC or AAC go-to. And I said, what do you guys think? What do you think? They didn't go over the top and say, oh, yeah, we're going to beat them. Because if they would have said that, then I was like, yeah, no way. They gave this very balanced answer, a couple of keys tonight for TU, and it gave me a little pause for cause. But then, then Josh, I got what I needed whenever uh, Teddy Martin – at Real Tulax on Twitter, who proclaims himself as the number one fan of TU Athletics, tweeted at me, he said, it's going to be a W? Ball game. That's all I needed. I needed the skepticism of the Hurricast guys, and I needed the blatant outright homerism of Teddy. Game on. Let's go, baby. How you feeling about my upset pick right now? I feel okay about it. I don't know that I... Oh, that's not very reassuring, Josh. <laughs> I don't know that I feel great about it, but... <laughs> I don't you know, hate it, I guess. Memphis lost four straight games. 
There's a little drama around the program. See, you would you would know that if you listen to the Golden Hurricast, Josh. Um, and I and, and by the way, just to be clear, I'm absolutely locking Texas. If for no reason other than everyone in the Ref Royal Rumble is picking TCU, and while I love everyone that I work with, love you guys, Parker, TJ, and well, TJ hasn't put his picks out there yet. Josh, you're all over. There. Love you guys. There is no way all of y'all are going to be right. I just think history has shown that. I give you Texas A&M and Miami. So, here we go. Let's go tonight. Go to you. Uh, to you, Memphis. My upset pick of the week. How was your witness day night, Josh Helmer? Witness day night was tremendous. And how was your witness day? I um, had a good day. I... Once we got done with the show, I had some responsibilities at home that I took care of. Um, last night, the Oklahoma softball team had a celebration at the Noun Hotel. Have you been to the Noun Hotel yet? Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, you have? See, I haven't gone. And so I was so excited to go, dude. I was so excited to go. But listen, when my daughter says, Dad, I really want to go to – Youth group tonight, and whenever I have people that I like being around and I like doing life with on Wednesday nights, then there's higher priorities. I know, so how dare you have higher priorities in Oklahoma Sooner softball? I'm say, bro, I'm not telling you I disagree with you. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> Probably should be number one, number one. But these uh, this 14 and 8-year-old, as well as a bunch of friends that I'm trying to cultivate relationships with, they, they matter just a skosh. No, softball wins the third straight, Josh. Uh, Gwynny may have to take a backseat to Gasso. I'm just, just, just so we're very clear. Susie and her phone calls will not be answered whenever I'm on the phone with JT Gasso. Just saying. That's what three straight titles can do. So I missed out on the celebration, but we got a lot on signing day. And, um, and I have a confession to make. Boy, I'm, I'm all over confessing things here right off the top of the show from Cavens on a Thursday. I, uh, I called it too quickly last night. I called it too quickly. I was, uh, maybe I was a little bit emboldened by some of the coverage that was on Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and all the local stations on Tuesday night, you know, where it's like the polls have just opened in Arizona. All right, the polls have just closed in Arizona. And we have declared the winner of the Arizona governor's race. Like, whoa, what just happened? Last night, we get back from our uh, Wednesday night get-together, sit down, watch the thunder, have the, for some reason, I was also <laughs> was also watching Northern Illinois and Western Michigan. <laughs> Maction, don't, you look up, it's like, whoa, Maction's going on. But, I, uh, I was pretty glued in on the Thunder, especially late. And I was waiting to get out and finish up a couple of feature things for Boyd Street and work on the pregame show. So I was kind of helping put the kids together and have the game on. Well, it gets down to, you know, the final seconds. I'm doing the dad thing. I'm standing in front of the TV and I'm watching it. And SGA makes that step back three. And what was there? 0.6 left? 0.4 left? It was like ridiculous, right? And... At that moment, when he made the three, I turned the TV off. I was like, all right, let's uh, wrap up bedtime. Let's go. And went, put the girls to bed. 
gave uh, gave the dogs a, a, a last pet, gave the wife a, a, a good night hug, and I went to work. Went out to work. Got up there, started put the podcast together, started working on some things for this show, finished up a feature on, on OU Men's Basketball for Boyd Street, and then all of a sudden I got an alert that the Thunder had lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> I was like, what? How did that happen? So I literally... I had to go and find the game online and and, and and even following Twitter. Y'all, listen, you're you're a disaster during games. During tw- I follow too many fans. I've got to start unfollowing because you're all just an out-and-out disaster when it comes to a game. If you're not following along, you don't know what's going on. It's a bunch of, oh, uh, uh, it's just, uh. and I needed help, Josh, because, listen, I had cut the nets down. I had tore down the goalposts. The Thunder had beaten Milwaukee because SGA did SGA things. And then, lo and behold, I find out that they blew it on. What I can only say, what I can only say, must have been incredibly more egregious on the court than it, is seen, than it, than it appeared on TV. And I'm talking about Dort's box out, push, however you want to term it, on Brooke Lopez, which it's funny that in an in-game situation that was called, and I'm laughing while I'm watching the highlights of Josh Allen and his pass on Saturday when literally Sauce Gardner is pulling a receiver to the ground. It's like, ah, it's fine. It's late game. Let him do it. I get it, basketball versus football, but just end-of-game situations. So, yeah, I've missed all the fun of overtime last night because I thought it was ball game. I've got to learn my lesson that OKC will find ways to still lose games whenever it looks like they've won it, right? Isn't that my lesson to be learned? (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a reasonable takeaway to go ahead and assume that, hey, this thing might not totally be over. Did you see the call? I I wasn't watching Oklahoma City last night. Okay. All right. I thought it was a bad call. It was just me. I thought it was a bad call at the end of the game. But, again, it is early season NBA. For some, you got everything you could possibly want, right? You got a competitive game. You got an SGA score fest. And then, in the end, you ended up losing the game. So, the Wimbignana sweepstakes stay alive in a lot of people's minds. Though, there are some teams that are putting on a show to go get Victor Wimbignana this year. (laughs) Whoa, that's really bad. And I think some teams that wish they were doing a better job of putting on a show for him. I'm looking at you, Utah. But weird night last night for the Oklahoma City Thunder as they lost. Have we reached our our, our maximum of NBA talk for the day? Is that kind of what you're telling me now, Josh? I think, <laughs> Have I reached? I think we could squeeze a little more in if you want. All right. Go watch the replay of it. It was It was a surprising call at the end of that game. I'll just, I was a little bit shook by it. All right, <laughs> here you go. It, this is good, right off the top. Uh, OKC lost because Plank assumed they had it in the bag and turned it off. I'll take that responsibility. True Sooner writes, how dare you mention the Thunder? Now, that, that that's an old wound whenever True called in on a football Friday. And got trashed. And spit a couple. Yeah, he got destroyed for bringing up the Thunder. I am merely bringing it up here in the... Um, in the early moments of this program so I can call myself out and just in magnified horror of what took place last night with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shocking. All right.
break time. When we come back, when is um when is a controversy not really a controversy, and when is it? We'll talk about the harumph harumph of the last couple of days over Danny Stutzman's comments on the podcast on the Prairie, and Teddy talking about it on Tuesday and then mentioning it on his podcast. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. By the way, you know the maestro in all of this, Josh, don't you? You know who's who's responsible for all of this? Yeah, whoever texted the show. No, 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 no. You got to go back a little bit further. And he knows because he's laughing while he's probably pulling in the parking lot. Tyler McComas is the maestro of all of this because either he heard the cut in listening to the show because my man listens to everything or somebody texted in and said, y'all better let Teddy hear what Danny Stutzman had to say. And you know, Josh, you know when Tyler heard that, it was... Oof. Light bulb. Was, the, the hands were being wrapped together, and, 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 and it was like an evil genius. He's like, oh, my gosh, Dad is going to love this. And he did. He did. So we'll get to fallout from that coming up in just a bit. Plus, it's a Thursday, which means we're at Cavens, CavensConstruction.com. Uh, they're getting ready for freezing temperatures that are coming in the next week. Uh, they have a solid team of highly trained techs, state-of-the-art equipment, Ready to help you. Gary will join us a little bit later on in the show. We'll make sure that your home is weather aware and your business, too, while we're at it. Love to hear from you on the Air Comfort Solutions text line throughout the program at 405-651-3439. And Joey Helmer coming up at 11 a.m. Also, we'll tier the Big 12, though if this past week wasn't a magnification that there is only one team in Tier 1, Josh, I don't know whatever will be, so we'll get to that. And we got high school football playoffs starting this weekend. So a lot to get to. A busy show. When we come back, let's talk about the back and forth of the last few days involving the boys on the podcast on the Prairie Next right here on The Ref. All right. A couple of quick programming notes for you all. OU softball is a little concerned about the weather today. So they have moved up the start time of their final fall exhibition to 2.30 this afternoon. 2.30, which I think I was already out. In fact, I know I was already out. But this takes me completely out of even getting to probably follow it today. So OU softball, let me see, who is it? Like Texas Western or someone like that? Um, OU softball, 2.30 today against North Central Texas College, and it will be on ESPN+. Plus. I think we're going with a with the players' telecast. I think DJ and Nicole are doing the broadcast today, and they'll do a really good job. I'm excited to listen to them. If you purchased tickets for the original start time and can't make it, you can, can exchange those tickets for an OU men's basketball ticket or an OU volleyball ticket for either Friday or Saturday's contests. Speaking of OU Volleyball, what a win last night. They take out Texas Tech in five sets. The Sooners, uh, listen, I I found myself looking at Volleyball RPI last night, Josh Helmer. I was wanting to see if Lindsey Gray Walton's squad had a chance to make the postseason and not really looking good, but the Sooners have put together a nice run here over the last few weeks, uh, and that's a good win. 
They're over 500. They're at 14 and 10 right now. And since a loss to Kansas at McCaslin Field, actually, excuse me, since a loss to Waco in Baylor, um, hold on, I'm way behind here. Yeah, there you go. Since a loss to Waco in Baylor, they've won three straight, including wins over Kansas on the road, which is a big win. They're going to the big dance, sweeping West Virginia and Morgantown and winning in five sets. Saturday night, Texas, number one team in the country, coming to McCaslin Fieldhouse. And listen, I don't have um, I don't have all of the signing day notes in front of me, but they're all available at Soonersports.com. Baseball brought in a fantastic class. Um, I did you ever get confirmation about the men's basketball stuff? Because they had they had apparently tweeted out something and then it got deleted. So I don't know. I didn't see any announcements yesterday. So maybe they're still putting that class together. Uh, Jenny Bronchek has a great class that she's put together. But softball is like three of the top six players in the country are coming here. It's the number two recruiting class in the. I almost said the world in the country. Pretty cool. So there's a couple of tidbits from yesterday. You can find it at Soonersports.com. Are you um? Are you all in as I am right now on overanalyzing this Josh Allen injury before we get to the Stutzman stuff? Why am I? Why am I reading every single tea leaf on this as if the Raiders are some kind of playoff contender right now? I have no idea why, but I'm fascinated by this story, Josh. Well, and. What what happens with him, you know, surgery, no surgery, timeline is just gigantic for the AFC playoff picture and, and for the Bills in general who, you know, up up until this injury, you'd have to say um, maybe this changed for some last week with the poor performance versus the Jets, but you'd have to say Super Bowl favorite in a lot of people's mind. If not, I'm the odds-on favorite according to odds makers. Yeah. They are, the, and and by the way, just that. By the way, Kevin Henry's daughter committing to Oklahoma. She cannot be that old. Signing, signing, Kevin. There's no way our kids are that old yet. Oh my goodness! Congratulations, Kevin. Um, did you notice that the MVP odds dropped for for Josh Allen after last week? And you know who the number one choice is right now in Vegas? It's your boy. It's Patrick Mahomes to win his second MVP. So. And maybe it's also because they they're coming off a loss to the New York Jets, but I mean this this happens every year, right? You see contenders that struggle. The Bengals went and lost to the Jets last year to a third string quarterback in Mike White, right? The uh, the Bills lost to or, sorry the Chiefs lost to the Bills a couple weeks ago, and everyone was was burying was burying the Chiefs, right? And lo and behold, we forget the adversity of a week to week league. I think I'm fascinated to see how Buffalo handles this adversity, if anything, if, if it even is that deep. Well, actually, they've got, I mean, a solid backup situation, right? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, you got a guy that played in an NFC championship game, starting quarterback for the entire season for a team that went to the NFC championship game, what, four or five years ago in Case Keenum. So I, I feel good about that for a game. Those are all the big stories. Let's get to the meat here. Have you been surprised to follow kind of the fallout from the podcast on the prairie? Or is it just a magnification of maybe a lot of people hearing a snippet? And then when they go back and listen to the whole thing, it's like, 
think he was trying to be funny? Um, or do you think that it's justified that it's a magnification of a team that's not not paying attention to the details, not dialed in like they should be? And for show context, do we have that cut, Josh? Doesn't Tyler have that cut in the system of what Stutzman said? Yeah, I'm going to look for Probably it right, ask before we... right here, right now. You, but 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 while while you look for it, which way do you fall? A guy who is committed and it's and it's him trying to be funny in a comfortable situation with teammates, or is it a magnification? Former teammates, in one instance, or is it magnification of my gosh, these guys aren't taking the details as seriously as they should? Now I'll be clear with you. Uh, I heard Ted on Tuesday. And then I listened last night to the the Oklahoma breakdown, and I was like, "Yeah, Ted's fired up." I, and and it, because what's the Brent Venables mantra? How you do anything is how you do everything. And I've tried to, as corny as this might sound to some of y'all, I've tried to live that in my life. Right? Every how you do anything is how you do everything. How my car looks, how my office looks, how my day-to-day scheduling is, how my commitment to my fitness and my health is, how my commitment to the show is. So I just you know, show up and open up a computer and, and beg for calls? Or do I put the work in? Do, do I do the, the the research necessary? How you do anything is how you do everything. And sometimes, especially when things aren't going well, we're going to find every little thing to overanalyze because we're we're fans. We're fanatics. Mm-hmm. We, we, we love everything about it. And we, we want to find a place to point the finger, Josh. So where do you fall early on in this? Let's listen to it, shall we? Okay. And, and we can discuss. I'm just like, because I, I think to myself, like, dang, like, I've made so much, like, improvement, but it's like, it's like that level of hunger, like, bro, I've made so much better improvement, but, like, dang, I still feel like I'm sorry. And I feel like I still got so much ways to go where it's like, give me another year of this, like, under this system, where, like, either it's hard to, like, you know, Coach V stresses, like, knowing every single, like, what everyone does in every single call. But, like, when we just put in 15 new calls, and I don't know, like, it's kind of hard to know every single, like, one inside and out. But, like, I think especially for this defense, we're going to see that big improvement when, you know, give us a year to, like, to master this, like, master these plays, master these calls. And that's where that really, like, that growth plays. And that's where, like, you can play with that level of confidence, that level of speed where you have, like, that dominance where you're over here, like, you ain't even thinking. you just, like, you just dogging dudes. Like, you over here making plays, like, without no thought. You're just doing your is, – Is that the right clip? I don't think that's the right clip. I don't think that's the right clip. Because the the one the one where he says and, – and, and, by the way, that's the context to it, which if that's all that played, you're like, oh, let's go. Let's. I can pull it up during the break. I thought I, I had heard the guys play it on the show, but he he's basically laying out what a lot of you have thought when it comes to the the necessity to get more experience, right? To get more understanding. That's that would fire me here's, up. Here's right? the clip, by the way. I, this is definitely okay. The right but one. I, that was really good. I'm glad you played that too. I I don't think anyone had really heard that. Okay. So this is what's got people upset right here for sure. The Air Comfort Solutions text line is definitely letting you have it right now, Josh. Not the right clip. How, like, you know, I was saying it's intimidating. Like, don't get it wrong. When that man yells at me now, it's kind of a little bit different. Like, I think it's kind of like he's getting all chewed up on me. I'm like, dang, like, I I was only one step over in my initial alignment, and this man is, like, screaming his heart out. And sometimes it gets a little funny now. Like, you're like, dang, like, 
come on, you move me one step to the left, move me one step to the right. Like, are you serious? Like, come on, it ain't that deep. Like, but like, it's just that little stuff that he just really cares about. And like, you could tell he just really cares for his players. And it's just different. Yeah, that's a okay. problem. I think ha- – oh, you think so? Okay, see, because it's a matter of perspective. Because I heard that and I thought, oh, he's, he, he's trying to be funny. But he also understands it. Because my takeaway from it was – and because Toby said this this morning, and I'm like, preach, preach. Because that's how I felt, Josh. And you might feel different. I'm not ready to die on this hill. But I thought, oh, he's saying, oh, it's not that deep. It's one step. But in his mind, he's doing it. That, that's what I took from it. It's like, really? You're yelling at me for one step? You, you are the other way, right? You think it's a problem? I am. And here's why I feel okay. that way. Danny Stutzman is, again, and I was – you know, this was kind of my initial reaction to it was, well, I need to hear it, right? Because Danny Stutzman is a little bit of a joker. And, sure. you know, I need to know the, the context to the clip. I hear that, and to me, I hear someone that it hasn't totally sunk in that, look, every detail matters. Every piece of it. There's a reason that he's telling you this step has to be absolutely correct. I, and let's, let's listen to it one more time. All right, well, yeah, going back, like, how, like, you know, I was saying he's intimidating. Like, don't get it wrong. When that man yells at me now, it's kind of a little bit different. Like, I think it's kind of like, like he's getting all chewed up on me. I'm like, dang, like, I, I was only one step over in my initial alignment, and this man is, like, screaming his heart out. And sometimes it gets a little funny now. Like, you're like, dang, like, come on. You move me one step to the left, move me one step to the right. Like, are you serious? Like, come on, it ain't that deep. Like, but, like, it's just that little stuff that he just really cares about. And, like, you could tell he just really cares for his players. And it's just different. See, it's not about – I mean, obviously, yes, he, he does really care for his players. It's, uh, it's almost as though he's gotten desensitized to Venable's coaching a little bit when I hear him say that. It's – yeah, when, when, when we started out, it was, uh, you know, almost a little alarming for me, but now it's just kind of funny to me. It's not funny. It's serious business. He's telling you to be over one step because you need to be over one step. So you're saying the frustration – from Kindle and Gunny and, and, and Russ is a serious problem. We're on six text messages from Kindle in a row about how serious of a problem that is, Josh. Are you there with your anger as Kindle on the Air Comfort Solutions text slide? Oh, I just think it's – I'm not, like, going to lose my mind over this, but I do think <laughs> it's a case study in a couple of things of why coaches at times guard against players – being in media settings that they can't control. And I think it's also a a case study in everybody can, can look in the mirror every once in a while and see, you know, am I doing the things that are being asked of me? Right. Am I totally bought into what's being asked of me? Not that, not that Danny Stutzman's not working his tail off. I'm sure that he is, but a part of the message, when I hear that, it sounds like a part of the message to me has not totally seeped in. Fair enough. I see a guy that's maybe learned that it is. Have some fun with it. But maybe I'm just, you know, it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious to me um, how y'all want players to do more media and y'all want players to talk more. And then when they do, we basically take and, and parse through their words. That's a part that bothers me. And trust me, man, I got, you know, it. I, I can come with firsthand experience from that, man. You know, 
everyone knows it. But it's hard enough. It's hard enough to get interviews and access to players. And now when something like this blows up, like it's blown up in our little bubble world, I just, certain things will continue, right? The, uh, oh gosh, what's the, the boom crew, which I don't know if you guys subscribe to it, but to me seems about as consistent as my cardio (laughs) or the, um, what, what's, what's dusty and, and Gabe's, why did I just draw a blank on it? Strengthening Oklahoma. They'll do those, but man, I just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think we'll hear a lot from players. I think the podcast appearances will be fewer and fewer. That's that's my concern. I want to hear from the players. I want the players to say something, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then when they say something, you know, we're, we're on about like 86 text messages from Kendall. Kendall, we agree to disagree. Calm down. It's not the end of the world. You're going to be okay. Um, it wasn't right. I'm not saying celebrate it. But I don't think that in practice, whenever they're preparing, Danny Stutzman is looking at Brent Venables and going, <laughs> It's only a step, dude. I'm not. Right. I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's where I just think y'all need to calm down a little bit. I, I think, and and the first to me, that first clip was fantastic. Russ in Atlanta seemed to have a problem with it, but it's. I guess what the old. It's not that deep. It. I think he was being funny, right? How many times have you tried to be funny on Twitter and someone acts offended? You know, it's like like the sarcasm font doesn't exist. But that's me. Now, I agree a bazillion percent with Ted. Not the best face to put forward. If we're sitting here right now and the Sooners are 8-1 and one and or, what, 9-0, and oh, then we all probably laugh along with it. When you're having the consistent mistakes that you have defensively, and part of it is your coach specifically saying, Josh, what? Did Brent Venable say at least five times during his press conference yesterday and endlessly during the, the Monday night show? Effort with technique. Not questioning the effort, effort with technique. And then someone says that, then you're like, well, now it makes sense, right? Because we're all looking for something to glom onto and be upset about. A little bit, by the way, I just want to be very clear. A little bit of an older story, right? Just to be fair. This was on the rush on Tuesday. Talked about on podcasts yesterday that dropped. I think both the unofficial 40 and the breakdown dropped yesterday. And so now for us, that's kind of two days where we're like, is it really that big of a deal? Now, you know, I feel like we kind of check in and say, all right, do we feel like it's a concern? Do we feel like it's a big deal? Do we feel like it's a problem? And I would say that the room is kind of split on this one right now. You know, you want to... You wanted this crazy Danny Stutzman to Danny Stutzman, right? I had that all over my timeline this offseason. Gunny is Gunny of Stutzman Army, right? Oh, Danny, he's goofy as hell. Look, he's got blonde hair. Did you see his profile pic? Derek Gray, it's like zoomed. It's crazy. You want him to be, but then when he says one thing uh, that, you know, might be part of his personality, you're like, oh, and see, he, that's the problem. And, and he might have misspoke a little bit, too, right? Sure. I mean, we have to entertain that. Uh, listening to it a couple of times, I mean, to me, it sounds like he's making light of 
lining up properly, right? And that, that's sure. that's how and I when that's it. a problem, right? And when that's a problem with the team, Josh, it magnifies it even more, doesn't it? No, no doubt. When when defensive struggles have been kind of the primary kryptonite for this team, not the only kryptonite. I want to be fair about it, but has been one of the large kryptonites of the team. Yes, it's going to get magnified when there's a light that's shined upon it, and people aren't going to be happy about it. But again. Like you said, I, I I do agree with what you're saying to the extent that, you know, here we, we sit and cry and, and complain that we don't get this access. And then you get access, and when we're going to we're gonna torch this kid over, you know, one comment <laughs> that he made when he might have misspoke a little bit too. Uh, all right. The bottom line more than anything else, Josh, things aren't going well. And it appears as if someone is making light of the process that you're counting on. I don't know why I'm standing up while I'm doing this. Amanda, I'm currently losing my mind. In this here. is a sermon. That you, <laughs> I, I would like to talk to those of you who only come on Christmas and Easter right now. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to preach. I'm just saying I completely and totally get why you're mad. I really do. That's, that's me. That's me. All right, quick break. Boy, that really went a little bit longer than I expected it to, Josh. I apologize. Thank you for hustling and finding the clip, though. Our clip labeling system, we got a little work to do on that, don't we? Or was that easy? <laughs> well, yeah, I, without knowing what the clips were, it, uh, it did create some challenges. <laughs> Sorry I got the first one wrong. No, I thought the first one was great, though. I think if you hear that first clip and – you don't hear the second clip, then you're like, gosh, yeah, let's go next year, right? Go. I always want you to listen to this show, please. I've got three kids. One's in college and somehow still needs money. One is wanting a new horse. I've got an eight-year-old that's already asking for a phone, and my wife is building a chicken coop. So I need you to continue to support this here. Very, I'm being serious, Amanda. Um, I, I need you to support this program. But I would encourage everyone to take a moment to go listen to it in its full context. Listen to the podcast on the prairie. And what I took away was, huh, probably wouldn't want to say that, but a rather enjoyable conversation between three guys that are very familiar and comfortable with each other. And at least two of those three guys are in a locker room that's trying to work something that none of work through something that none of them have experienced in their careers. Quick break. We're at Cavens on a Thursday. It's the Plank Show. Do you want to uh, you want to roll through the the tweets on this, text on this, or I would love to. Yeah, I mean, obviously, people have uh, some pretty strong opinions sure. on it. I, I think it's decently split. That uh, hey, this is a serious problem between. Look, uh, Danny Stutzman likes to crack jokes. Yeah. Um, the. By the way, the greatest text in the history of the show just hit the Air Comfort Solutions text line. And, in fact, I was so enamored with it, uh, I texted this person back and said, I'm printing this text, I'm framing it, and I'm hanging it on my wall. Here we go. How old is Danny? 19? 20? He's a meathead football player. He isn't a wordsmith. People need to relax. Which makes me laugh because I do a radio show with Bobby Carpenter every Saturday morning on ESPNU. And do you know what his weekday show is called, Josh? 
It's, it's called Meathead Radio. And it just made me think of that. That's awesome. The Meathead. I keep waiting until we do get now, if, if we get a soft person in here that gets um, offended by being called a Meathead, then we might have a couple of problems, Josh. Then, then we might all want to sit down and talk about our concern about the future of this program. I am offended that you called me a meathead. Okay. Um, same, thing Jeff, from, same thing from Russ in Atlanta, right? Stutzman's a 19-year-old kid, so we need to think long and hard about that. Yeah, I mean, listen, for Victoria, Victoria you usually need a female to bring um, – understanding to yes. situations like this if anyone has been in twitter spaceman <clears throat> three two one if anyone has been in a twitter spaces when stutzman was on you know danny is cracking jokes a lot i don't think it's that big of a deal here's but jesse g as he typically does hits it right on the head he does and he writes, I think people are less receptive to jokes from a team that is barely 500. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. No, no doubt. Exactly. And, and here's, I guess, maybe my final takeaway on it is I think yeah, I got to move on. I, I think I said this, but look, it's, uh, if nothing else, it's a nice reminder that, okay, maybe. Maybe my head's not totally in the right place, right? Like I think it sure. is, but it's a nice reminder that, huh, should I have said that? It does that illustrate something that isn't totally bought in or isn't totally right? Is this a laughing matter? Is this something I should be joking about? And I think some introspection there would be good. Here is here, here's one more, one more on this. Um, I'm sorry, Russ. I, the texts are flying in on this. I, I have a theory on the Air Comfort Solutions text line that not a lot of people do. Uh, I like to put things on the prep page. So I'm not sitting there scrolling while you're texting going, um, um, here's oh, where that one goes. So I apologize, Russ. You'll get your shine later in the program. I just mentioned it. I just, right, and, and he just got brought up. Um, Stutzman seemed to be saying that the coach's response is disproportionate to the player's transgression. One foot of misstep, misalignment pre-snap is not as serious as a blown assignment. That leads to a touchdown. If you see something else, maybe you're projecting that. Um, okay. Some people say, well, maybe Teddy needs to calm down. I, I think Teddy called in this morning to Toby's show and was absolutely on point. I don't disagree with it. And it's the same thing we just said. When you're in a program where how you do anything is how you do everything, then something like this is going to be overhashed, right, and understood. I just didn't take it the way some of you did. We all agree to disagree. Some of you consider, this is the problem. The generation after millennials, they think everything's funny. They, and, and the things that they don't think are funny offends them. You know, I, I listen, I could be old man on my porch with this one if you want. Everything's a joke to them. They don't care about the details. Oh, by the way, by the way, go back even further. Uh, the podcast was before the Baylor game, mm-hmm. right? I didn't even catch. I didn't realize that. I mean, I just listened to it the other night, and, and I didn't realize that. <laughs> so it's been out there. I, it's like I tell the story about the basic defense thing. The show had aired 86 times before some Ohio State blog caught on. And next thing you know, I'm the worst person that ever covered this team. So, take it for what it is. It's been out there for a minute. 
Whoever, by the way, I guess that does go back to whoever brought it to Tyler's attention, right? Whoever brought that to Tyler's attention should be the person that gets the gold, uh, the gold cup for the show today. All right, um, quick break. When we come back, we'll put a wrap on hour one. I'm going to have to kick off hour two with a thumbs up, pat on the back. This is how I think it should be to one of my greatest rivals. And we'll do it next right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans with Josh on Plank. Are you uh, are you excited about watching the Golden Hurricane win tonight? Though I did hear from Pop, and uh, <laughs> he was the first person I texted. I'm like, could they win? But get this. They're having wrestling night tonight at 5.30 as part of their pregame festivities between uh, Tulsa and Memphis. Jerry Lawler, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Lex Luger. Oh, my gosh. Coco Beware is going to be there, Josh. (laughs) You might have to go. We're in big trouble now, Golden Hurricane fans. We're in big trouble. I don't know why we don't have more pregame wrestling matches. I get it. The Mid-South Arena is in the parking lot of the Liberty Bowl. I get it. But could you imagine, like, good old JR, and instead of all of those white tents, we just put a wrestling ring over there, bring in the likes of Coco. If Coco Beware is there, oh, is SD Jones still alive? Anyone heard from Big John Studd recently? Josh, we just made billions. And think about the pregame excitement of wrestling matches. That's the pregame festivities between Memphis and Tulsa tonight. Let's go. Um, I have to give kudos to one of my greatest enemies. We'll do it next right here on The Ref.